0: Hey you know, punters, and welcome to another edition edition of the Mailbag Preview Show. A little bit different today, uh, different looking panel. Uh, no Lindsay couldn't make it. We're, we're unsure why. Uh, um,
1: sound check for the Beatles tribute band. I think he said
0: perfect, perfect. It's a pre- bit early in the morning for for a sound check for Lindsay. Anyway, um, so just Shane, Shane, and myself today uh, steering you through, and, and a little bit um, different looking episode as well. But welcome, Shane. How's your week been?
1: Thanks, mate. Uh, Wet, wet, wet in the sunshine state. Um, They transferred the races on Wednesday to the poly track. um, And somehow we won for the service, which is like, it's a small win, but it's a moral victory as much as anything when you win on the poly track on a meeting that's been transferred. Um, So, yeah, we've got um, today, as we're recording Thursday, Warwick's called off today. Um, Rockhampton Cup Carnival is Friday, Saturday this week. And it's like, just Pouring rain and heavy 10, Dubin's a heavy 10. Sort of anticipating we'll get some um some uh cooled off meetings in the next 24 hours. Um the sunny coast meeting on Sunday off the turf and under the poly. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculously wet and cold and terrible. It's feel I might we might as well live in Antarctica up here for a minute. It's like minus two the other day in Toowoomba. Downy,
0: it's been Anyway,
1: fresh. I just feel better now. I've had a whinge about that. Thanks. Yeah, it'd be great to join you anyway, mate. So, and you survived Before the trip to it. the dentist this week? No. Uh, you swear I've got a meth mouth. Uh, the issues I've had this calendar year with a dentist, I cracked a tooth last week um, and it was sort of playing up a little bit and I went to the dentist he's like, yeah, what we'll do is we'll just drill the shit out of it until we find the bottom of the crack and then we'll just fill it and cap it for you. You'll be sweet because you want to keep that tooth, bottom, bottom tooth anyway so after about 40 minutes of drilling he's like there's no bottom to this crack i'm just gonna to have to pull it out now fun times so so we need a f-
0: lucky the service has been winning there uh, it's never cheap uh, visit to visit to the dentist nah just
1: like, <laughs> like and like i kept it pretty simple too i got the gas though um just because i got a bit of anxiety to get a tooth pulled out and um yeah i just i think it cost me a monkey so like you just don't you just drop 500 and and he's still got the two pulled out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, happy days.
0: Happy days. Uh, things mate. are looking Queensland. up though,
1: mate. We're, things are looking up.
0: Yes, they are. Um, as I mentioned from the top, um, a little bit different today. We we're obviously not going to preview anything in Queensland. You just heard from Shane there, it's the the big wet again. Um, up there in Queensland and, and New South Wales as well. So we won't have a look at, at, at anything in Queensland. There's no point having a bet early. you just you end up playing bloody deductions roulettes um, yeah. you know a couple of the favorites come out you're losing 50 50 60 cents, you're getting massive under so no point betting early. As I mentioned every week, um, you know especially with the rain around is signing up to, to Shane's service. Who knows how many meetings we'll be on. Um, Sounds like there could be a few cancelled out wide. Um, We'll be betting anyway. Wherever they're on, we'll bet. Shane needs money to pay for the dentist, so we will be betting punters. You you heard it here first. Um, So, yeah, a little bit different look. What we'll do, we'll we'll, we'll be on um, a better surface down here in Melbourne, and we've got a Group 3, the Sir John Monash. So we'll do something a little bit different, and we'll do a bit of a a runner-by-runner preview and go a little bit more in-depth into the, the Group 3 down here at Caulfield. But what we'll do, um, I'll start the show off with a little bit uh, mailbag, mailbag bloodstock update. Um, just a quick one. We've got one running around today at Cranbourne um, called Showman. So he's he's in the market, running second up off off a, off a big run first up. So let's hopefully he can go a couple of spots better and, and get a winner. Shane's in the ownership, so he's, um, he's yeah praying for a bit of cash in the bank. I've backed it too,
1: James. Full disclosure.
0: And he's backed it, so
1: there we yeah. go. We may I not can't be able to see t- it missing a hole. on one by two.
0: We may not be able to tip you into any winners up in Queensland with the big, big wet. But there, you've heard it here first. A malewag bloodstock runner, Shane's backed one by two today. Cranberry race four, I think, isn't it, Shane? Um, race three. Race three. three, race three, race three. Showman Um, Cranbert. Yeah. um and and just on the, the the bloodstock theme, we've got a. A half-brother to Umgawa, um, trained by Leon and Troy Causton. So for 2.5% there, $1,302. It's a star witness by and Ex- Express Central, I'll, I'll spit that one out. Um, so Express Central is obviously the mother of Umgawa, who to date, so I think, 13 starts and won 360000 So, mm-hmm. look, if he, we could even be half as good as that, the owners are going to have a bit of fun and, and get a bit of money in the bank. So... As always, uh, email Jono J-O-N-O, at themailbag.com.au if you've got any interest there in a run-up with Leon and Troy Corstens here in Melbourne. Just an update on one that we pushed last week was uh, one that Jack bought off the English Digital Strategic Position, formerly Yulong Defence. Um, we were sending up there, we, we mentioned last week, sending that up to Tony Golan to be trained there up in Brisbane. And I believe you've got to uh, uh, heard it here first, announcement change for, for yeah, the couple of
1: Yeah, a couple of things on these horses. Firstly, the um, the Star Witness, um, I, I saw some pictures of that horse the other day, and I can guarantee to people watching at home that the horse is in better condition than Troy. Yes, He's, um, <laughs> You see, he's, you, you
0: were talking about your rough week earlier. I think oh. uh, I think Troy's uh, Troy's oh. top, t-
1: topped topped you. I head. sort of felt I feel a little bit bad, sort of making light of his situation because he's basically broken his face and his thumb and his wrist and everything else. Horrible situation, but then it just goes to show: don't exercise. He was riding. He was exercising. Like the only reason you should be riding a bike or running is if you're trying to get away from the cops. There's no place for exercise. Set just stop it, which I'm sure um, happens a lot there up in Toowoomba. It's, it's cops, stewards, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, look, just on this strategic position, um, I, I keep hammering this point home because it's very important, and people know like I don't give Jack Dickens praise very often. Um, but he's got this right buying this horse and deciding to send it to, to Queensland and to Tony Gollin. Um I was surprised to see on the rundown that we still had 10% left. So what I'm going to do, James, is that there is now 0% left because I'm taking the last 10% of this horse. So anyone that's watching that, you know, may have, you know, was tossing up whether they could afford, you know, 25 or 5% share or something like that, send me an email, uh, shane at the Um, and you can come in and start a syndicate. So you can have 1% if you want. We'll start a syndicate. Um, similar to what we did with Showman. We'll start a Sydney get for the last 10%. So if you want to get a small share uh, in a horse with the mailbag for a bit of fun and a bit of interest, um, this is the horse. I think um, there's a couple of interesting points uh, I want to raise about th- this horse in particular where I think you can get to. If you go and have a look at Doomban Race 6 on Saturday, it's a Class 3 42 grand to the winner. So this is the type of race the strategic position will be aimed at. Uh, with Golan, um, now he's got two runners in the race: Proper Rogue and Sweet Sixteen, an ex-Yulong horse. Like strategic position is like equal, probably slightly better form. If you have a look at those runs behind in the boat, and have a look at the punting form data, like he's right up there to be winning this sort of race. So. Um, you know, they've both got wet track form too, and it's going to be wet. You could probably think that they'll be in the finish those two horses. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's a really good example. Um, as Tony said in the video, he's like a, he's only a class three horse with a low rating, and he's ran second to a listed winner at Caulfield. Like he's going to be very easy to place to to win his way through his grades in Queensland. So the last ten percent, no longer available. I'm going to take it. Get in touch, shown at the mailbag.com.au. We'll start to see if you get together. You can have 1%, you can have 2%, whatever you like.
0: It's a, it's a great way getting into horse ownership. I mean, yeah, sometimes that two and a half, five, ten 10% can be a bit bit daunting. Um, But yeah, getting in for 1%, I think the 10% was just under 5,000. So, you know, you're up for a monkey if you're in 1% and, and join that. Buy them. a share so, in
1: a horse or get a tooth pulled out. Yeah. yeah. I don't
0: know which one i, I would rather. Absolutely. Clean your teeth every day. And boy sharing strategic position absolutely and i think you know what you mentioned there you know he's he we can place him really well up there um for that class and you know that saturday race there's 42000 um and you know if this is if this is the, the first horse that you're going in you know, not many people get Saturday runners, let alone a, a Saturday runner on their first horse. So, get involved, punters. As Shane said, Shane at the mailbag.com If you want to join his um, syndid, syndicate there for the last ten percent of strategic position,
1: or, or, or even if you just want to send me an email to send me some abuse, Shane at the dot he, he, he loves that. He loves that advice, punter. Right, right. So yeah, okay, yeah. Give me some advice at my service or whatever you like. Absolutely. As a bloke, how I can improve myself. Whatever life coaching anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> lovely well that's it for the mailbag bloodstock sort of update as I said we've got Showman running this afternoon so get behind it Shane's in the ownership Shane's backed it one by two doesn't think it misses a hole um, and yeah, we've got the half to, Umgawa, and also if you want to jump in Shane's, um, little syndicate. So Shane at themailbag.com.au for that. And Jono, J-O-N-O at themailbag.com.au for any other inquiries about any of the horses that we've got. All right. Enough of the bloodstock, enough of the, the shit talking. Let's get into Saturday's race. As I mentioned off the top, a little bit different today. We're just going to do a bit more in depth runner by runner preview of the group three search. John Monash Stakes at Caulfield. Um, Rail's out three metres. Look, the weather has been good as we could have probably hoped for this week in in Melbourne, Um, up to seven mils of rain sort of Thursday to Friday. So we're definitely not going to be running on a a track um, like our northern states, New South Wales and Queensland. But I'll throw it over to you now, Shane.
1: Okay, thanks, mate. We'll start um, with some barriers. I've done my best here to to dissect this one. Um, Start with some barrier positions here. As you said, rail's at three metres. So you can see some winning strike rates here uh, on on the screen. You're looking at, um, obviously, we've got, you know, one to nine races. So we're looking at this middle section here, uh, Caulfield barrier versus historical run style with rail three to seven. So um, you can see the winning strike rates from inside one to three. Uh, these are horses that settle forward inside one to three, middle four to seven. You know, so basically any lane, you know, as good as winning strike rate as anywhere else being on speed at Caulfield with the rail through. And you can see the winning percentages drop off um, as you get back end wide. Um, If you look at the back markers, they still want to be, you know, inside gates. So uh, we want to be, you know, sort of on speed up and in as they say. at Caulfield. So that's a bit bit made about Caulfield like obviously I don't do a lot of Melbourne form but I listen to a lot with the other boys and you know track patterns are so seems to be so so important particularly at Caulfield so it's really worth taking into account. Have a look at the lanes here from the inside fence versus the rail position. So this is focusing on 400 metres to the finish. All this all this is patform.com.au data which is why you should get it. Um you can have a look at their lanes too is very profitable and the 11.0 winning strike rate. Um, and then you've got lane three and four next best, lane one, so you can see there, closer to the fence is where you want to be. Uh, and then you can compare that to all rail positions, um, you know, slightly better than uh, than the all rail position, but seems to be a little bit of core it doesn't it like it normally
0: yeah, it normally does. Um, and that and but that's
1: that's racing in general, you know. I'd rather be be on a be on a good winning chance at races, you know, in the first four anyway. You know, absolutely. So, I don't I don't
0: think that's just Caulfield,
1: isn't nah, it? We did some historical data
0: everywhere. You, you know. You, you get get your chance in that that first half of the field. But so. there
1: is uh, certainly enough data there uh, courtesy of punting form to tell us where, you know, where the better place to be is on the day. So if a track place, the historical data, we'll, we'll be a step ahead there.
0: You know, and we always use that punting form data to get that historical um, look, you know, on a Wednesday, Thursday. Um, but like I always say is, you know, get that mounting yard mile. We've got the professionals, you know, who do this day in, day out, out there, you know, Jackson will be out there on Saturday. And if they're, you know, he's going to do the form um, to what the data does tell us. But if there is any change, you know, they're able to pivot on the day. And, you know, that's why that that late mail service with the text five, six minutes before the race um, is a vital piece of final information and if you're you're having a bet on Saturday.
1: Absolutely. Uh, we go have a look at some jockey data um, again, courtesy panningform.com.au. I love this, and we're going to talk about your favourite jockey uh, and and her statistics here. Yeah, Linda well, she,
0: Meach. I, I threw out a best bet um, for the punters last week, and you know, with a bit of trepidation, Linda Meach back marker at Flemington, and got my fingers burnt. So, yeah, and we spoke
1: about it pre-race, didn't we? We previewed it. We spoke about That's the bad. horrific statistics. We do, Back not, markers at Flemington. And then we have a look at Linda's um, uh, winning strike rate, profit on turnover at cool, on, at Caulfield. Cool and if we broke this down again, I guarantee you this would be a lot of on-speed runners. Yeah, absolutely. And so then you she's can coming, off you should... a,
0: coming off a nice on-speed ride yesterday at Sandown, just classic Linda Meach. Um, I can't think of the name of it. Not
1: at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Anyway, you can see the statistics there. Obviously, Logan McNeil and Josh Richards sort of highlight. This is all sorted in strike rate. If you look at the far right column here, Caulfield Runners, Logan McNeil only had the 20 rides there. Um, So small sample size. Josh Richards, 60, reasonable sample size. But then obviously, Linda's at, you know, 200 rides there. Yeah, so we sort of... Even the great man, C. Williams, when he's not doing humanitarian missions, to, where, where is he? Is he still over there? I Haven't seen or heard from him so, for a while. Um, is he? Is he still alive over there? Thirty percent winning strike rate at eight hundred and sixty-six rides is still a good winning strike rate, yeah, isn't it? And, yeah. You know. So anyway, like Linda's obviously the, the standout there. So let's see if she can um she can uh, replicate some of that Caulfield form across uh, some other tracks for you next time. Yeah. Well, I'll be <laughs> staring <laughs> clear of her at Flemington on a back marker. Let me tell you. So we've got enough uh, let, enough uh, you know good data there. I think that's you know that's all important when you're doing when you're starting a meeting. That's how I was, certainly that's the first place I start hunting for. Um, let's go and have a look at the speed map. Pity James, uh, pity that uh, Lindsay couldn't um, join us so we could talk about um, you know some of these some of these horses. I think he's backed against them and backed them in recent he knows, weeks. He knows a lot more about them than you and I. Yeah, I'm going to sound like a genius after I took the (laughs) trifecta in order here. Um, Yeah, so we're looking at, again, Sartorial Splendour going forward here, Oxley Road. They're the sort of two that um, look to be sort of most favoured, I suppose. Um, It'll be sort of anticipated to be Tempo related, but, um, you know, they seem to get the, you know, the right runs in the race, don't they? No, they the
0: do. The and, yeah, I mean, and if you're just looking at the speed map there and you know have a have a bit of a look at Sartorial Splendor
1: at the 17 dollars, it it looks rather appealing. Mm. We probably should have um I was probably just jumped over something, actually, a couple of the previous winners um to launch. Oh yes, up. yes, we can have a look at that. Um a bit of historical
0: um previous winners and 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 the sort of rating that they've run to win this race. So I think what we had the the Western Australian uh, runner, Red Can Man, won the race last year, didn't he? Here we go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. um, Red Can Man won it last year, Um, second up. B. Mellon on board. You can ride that boy. (laughs) Uh, Malkovich ran second. I think that's one of Bjorns. And, um, you know, he SP'd under, I think he SP'd $9. It it was recorded a putting form figure of negative 10.1 in winning. That race last year. So,
0: just for the, the the punters out there, Shane, what what is that figure there? What's that negative ten point one or that negative sort of figure that you you know you guys on this show always talk about?
1: Yeah, so that's below all benchmark um, for the race. So, if we go to have a look at some previous winners before that as well, um, you can we can sort of measure that. Like the year before was um, Jungle Edge, two thousand and nineteen. Now, what punting form didn't pick up about this win, James? Grey's in the wet and grey's on Saturdays. Is it grey? No, it's not. I thought it That's was a grey. not a grey. No, look at the grey or awesome similar lo- colours.
0: He loves the slop more than a grey or, or more, than, he does. That, uh, he's more probably, than that theory.
1: He must have grey pubes or something because he's got to have a bit of grey on him somewhere. Uh, now, he measured a punting form figure of minus 14.1, uh, beat Veradine and started 260 favourite on the day so yep um you know that's a that's a substantially bigger figure than than red care man uh, produced yep um the year before was oak door so was yep ah, and jungle there's jungle edge. edge again there's jungle edge bowling out in front again um we started thirty-one dollars Door. again. Brendan Mallum was on Ben Mallum again. Uh, Can't ride that boy. Yeah, uh, soft six track on the day and a punting form figure of minus twelve point five. So, um, so I think what we're seeing here from the, the historical
0: data is yeah, you need that. Uh, uh, the, the winner of this race um, tends
1: to run a big punting form number. Absolutely it needs to be a, a genuine you know double figure. Yeah, um, you know, sort of. It well, is a group three, I suppose. So it is a group three. I I'm about so when, to say they have to run a group figure to win. Yes, what yes. A and
0: and so when you're doing the form for the race, you're, you're looking for something that's run a figure um, around that, or, or or something with a bit of upside that you think can run that figure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if you have a look at uh, if we go to back to the speed map um, on punting for me, yeah, sorry, I jumped the gun there a little bit. Um, you can see some top four last start. Uh, on that same, if you're um, on that putting form screen when you do the speed map, just above the speed map there, you'll see some top four last start benchmarks and top four peach, peak benchmarks for the last two seasons when you're on punning putting full. Um So you've got Sartorial Splendor, 11.8, Maliva 10.4, Felicia, 8.9, and William Thomas, negative 7.9. For the last, they're the top four last art benchmark figures. Yep. And then you've got um, you know, the last two years, you've got Oxley Road, negative 14, Asa 13.4, William Thomas 13.1. How romantic um is a 12.8. Yeah, nice. So uh, enough, plenty of horses in that field that can run a good enough figure to yep. win. So we need to break it down a bit further.
0: So we'll break it down a bit further, and we'll go into a bit, yeah, a bit of a runner, runner by runner, um, in-depth analysis here. And I think we'll we may as well start at the top with Asar.
1: Yep, Asar. um, You know he hasn't he hasn't run better than negative six point three over twelve hundred (sighs) meters. So is that is that just,
0: sure, you, just for- you just pen that we just pen that like we're just saying can't win and we don't it's just not even in our thoughts if we're having a bet in the race
1: yeah well that's where I'm leaning um, yeah you know he has, he has to improve his personal best at 1200 or below by six lengths um, yeah. so it's just a simple no for me yeah not so today if- you know throw up the stumps at a
0: group race. And I think that's a good way of, of starting with your form, isn't it? Going through and then just penning the ones that, that can't win and, and going yeah. a bit deeper into the ones that we think can win. Yeah. So we won't we won't talk too much about ASAR then. Um can't win. Uh number two, um, <laughs> William Thomas, Bill Thomas. Yeah, William
1: William Thomas. I think the map beats it straight away, doesn't it? I think you know, we've got all the historical data there. Um you know, the three the three things that we could summarize out of the historical data's um, you know, settling on speed is a positive. Yep. Um, and the winner is gonna have to run a negative 10 or better to win. Yep. Um William Thomas is gonna run around a negative seven, he's gonna settle last, and it's he's, he's gonna have the map, we're gonna have map and pattern against him. Um he's one of those,
0: he's he, one of those horses that's always unlucky, always flashing, gets caught in behind. Um when they win, they look good, but unfortunately, long term they don't make you money horses yep. like that.
1: Yeah, so you'd be happily, I'm happily be against um William Thomas here having a look at some of the pricing that Jackson started working on. And, yeah, he's um, basically saying it's none on his market team.
0: Perfect. Um, (laughs) Sartorial Splendor, we we touched on a little bit earlier, uh, but number three, Sartorial Splendor, $17
1: at the market currently. Yeah, on the quick backup, um, he loses Group 1 Joy, um, but he's going to be on speed. And, you know, obviously he repeats that sort of figure that he produced last week. Um, and with the map, uh, he's certainly going to be in the finish. He's, um, you know, he's a seventeen-dollar chance. He gets Jay Mott races on speed, and you know, he's he's certainly a chance. So, I mean, you, you know, Victoria isn't
0: your sort of backyard for for jockeys, but maybe just explaining to the punter out there, how much weight do you throw in, and, and obviously. You know, losing a Jai McNeil to a Jamie Mott or, you know, especially up in Queensland, some of your jockeys, is it? Yep. Do, you, do you weight that a lot, the
1: jockey? Oh, I do in Queensland. I don't know. I, I couldn't sort of give an informed opinion on the Victorian stuff, but all yep. jockeys start with a minus two in Queensland. Yep. And then some of them get to zero. How many get um, to zero? <laughs> it's, a, it's a real
0: grim, that's slim pickings up there. You've All of them are on a minus two.
1: Yeah, not many. Yeah. Um, yeah, they sort of fluctuate between like zero and negative five, depending. But a lot of that's got to do with map because, um, you know, I sort of – I think in Victoria – how I operate in Queensland on the, on the jockey ones is the horse will determine where it maps, not the jockey, because the jockey's not good enough. <laughs> good where point. in yeah. Victoria, I'd anticipate that, you know, Jay might sort of front runner, and so say he'll go forward. Like he's not yeah. going to, you know. Yeah. So, look, he's $17.00. Um, yeah, you know, this horse, it's gotta be it's gotta be a hope. Definitely top four chance.
0: Um, top four chance. And then we yep. move into the favorite, um, Oxley Road. The old the old firm back together,
1: Moody Nolan. Yeah, you can see a jump out here at Packenham um for Oxley Road. Look, he's start favorite, he will start favorite. He's uh he's three dollars around at the moment. Three,
0: three ten, I think. You yeah.
1: can get it. Top sport. Um yeah, certainly thinks he starts favourite. Um, his recent runs, track and trip, you know, would, would win if he produces that. Uh, he has a negative 10.7 in August last year in a group three behind Mars Crusader. He ran a negative 14.8 in the Oakley Plate back in February behind Morabi. Um Track and trip. He's yet to miss a place at five goes at Caulfield. He has the best form. Settles on speed, handles all going. Um, so I think we've got the, the clear horse to be. We've got the, the Oakley plate here, uh, on the screen. Yeah, this is now. Just, after, just after
0: Jack tried to buy Marabi, <laughs> um, just just five hundred seven. only off, only off 500
1: is where <laughs> he went wrong. Um, she's I don't think she's got a price now. Yeah, no, I don't think she's <laughs> there's no, no price. Absolutely, there's not. Oxley Road in the uh. In the gear made famous by P. Moody, the nose roll, um, and and
0: so he's, he's so he's run a, a minus fourteen point eight there yep. in the Oakley plate. Yep. So as as we mentioned at the top, um, yeah, definitely a figure that that can can win this and, and loves the track and trip. So I think you know Oxley Roads uh, being up there on speed is
1: sounds like a, a pretty easy bet to have. I think he's going to be like first four or five, isn't he? Sort of yeah, yeah, you know. You know. Probably in a good stalking position, It's eleven hundred, and you it, it probably, it possibly, might even be two and a half wide, and coming lanes into the race. That, yeah, those you know, lanes
0: that you spoke yeah. about at the top that that look yeah. like, you know, on historical data, that you know, with the rail out three, look like the lanes are the place where two, we want to be. Yep,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, he's ticking all the boxes here, and um, you know, he certainly looks um, looks the Uh
0: Moving on, number six, uh, number five. Sorry, Ashford Street. Street. Um, another one in the market um, at five dollars fifty.
1: Yeah, this is um, this is one that's got a career peak of negative eight point eight, and so he probably needs to find three to four lengths here, and he's deep into a prep. So um, I don't want to go too far out of my comfort zone here because I don't do core, you know, a lot of Melbourne form. But this one looks like a complete lay job. Yeah. In signal today, we are we, hitting the pink button here on Ashford Street. Might even later place yet. Haven't decided, but um, no, can't win. I, it shouldn't. It's taken up too much market at five fifty. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I think it drifts and Oxley Road will firm. So yeah, that's
0: how I've marked them too. So no, I don't. I don't think it can win. Good information there, punters. We'll move on. Number
1: six, Outlaws Revenge, uh, twenty oh, dollars. Um yeah, look, he's failed in a there was an 88-86 benchmark race at Morford Field last start. Um SP seven fifty uh, eight and nine starts back, he produced a minus eight and a minus nine. Um so when we're when we're looking at that that bent, that um
0: you know that data there, that punting form data, is is that too far back to take that number into account? Eight, nine runs ago yeah you've got to go been, a long way
1: back don't you like it yeah. has, you know got beat four weeks morabi um and then was a, a morfetville win at one morfetville one two in a row at morfetville but um you know that's back that's back in De- november december last year and like you know it has come back this preparation how many trials did it have had just like the one barrier trial has had you know, five runs back, it's SP profile, horrific terrific. You know, starting seven dollars and seven dollars fifty in benchmark eighty six yep. races at um Did win, sorry, it did win one of those races, but yeah, it's benchmark figure was nowhere near good enough for this. Um, you know, even like winning two back at morfordville then comes out in the same class and SP seven dollars fifty. Yeah, it's just not going good enough. Yep, can't um, win. Can't win.
0: Perfect. Number seven, the Spicer thoroughbred runner. How romantic, um, uh, Ooster Sari Coffee. Mm. Um. Well, look, is um.
1: So bit I think we got, go, the, yeah. uh, we got bit the we
0: got the Rubiton stakes, eleven hundred. So track trip up on the screen at the moment. Yeah, two um, big
1: benchmark figures. This track, track and trip that was back in February. Um, yeah. Which seems a long time ago. Portland Sky Profit Um with those two races that come out of there. Yep. So, sort of like as you said, on speed, um, turned into a bit of a yo yo since, um, you know, with its benchmark figures up and down. It's um, probably got the ability to figure. The issue here will be the map. Um, you know, it's likely going to be wide and back. Um, it's a little bit, it's just hard to see it figuring when you've got some horses that are going better than it, um, yep. having better maps. Yep. Yep. Makes so, sense. Yeah.
0: And uh move on to our second favorite uh in the market here at 340, just behind um Oxley Road. Uh number eight, Maleva. Yeah, like yes, um,
1: you can see it uh packing jump a packing jump out here for Maleva. Um look, it's gonna get a nice map, isn't it? It's gonna just tuck in behind them. Yeah. Um look, she she went enormous first up. Last preparation this track and trip. Um, when it when it won, I think we might have been on her that day. Um from, I think we I think we're on it that day. Yeah, no, I think anyway, we were. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. Um, uh beat a horse called Bless Her and recorded a negative twelve point six. So, sort of getting up there. Um, and you have a look at the setup here. Very similar first up, um, suited at eleven hundred. Going to get a nice running transit. Um, look, I don't know whether it. Whether 370 is a little bit skinny, but, yeah. um, you know, again, I think it sort of gets out to sort of mid-fours uh, as Oxley Road firms. So, yep. like, she's definitely, definitely going to be a, a top three chance here and um, is probably going to sort of be right in the finish. Nice. Yeah. And moving
0: on to Felicia, number nine, another first up horse. Yeah, so Joy McNeil goes on
1: here. Um We can see this run. Where was this run at? Um,
0: So, the one, yeah, we've got Caulfield, 1200 meters at Caulfield on the screen right now.
1: Yeah. So, pretty handy sort of job. Yep. Um, She's first up for 445 days and has two big uh, career benchmark figures uh, at this level, but at 12 and 1600. Um, Settles forward though and gets dry, as I said. So, um, is there no. is the
0: 440 days a worry? Uh I mean, there's obviously clear, there's obviously been issues there with the, you know, yeah, a year and a half, year and a half out of the scene. Um, yeah. is it always one a bit of a sort of a watch? I mean, are, are you chiming in at $10?
1: I've got a couple of rules on on that, and I'm chiming in is not one of them. Um, you know, like 30 days off or more, I want to see a trial or a jump out. And then when you get to this, you know, these two, tur- these, excuse me, you know, 275 days plus, you're sort of yeah. anticipating, um, you know, some problem. Um, so you just want to see a little bit of, a little bit of, yeah, you want to see, you
0: want to, you, you either want to see a bit of market support or you probably want to see yeah. something from it, don't you? It's, I mean, it's one like, of the things that
1: I look for, particularly, I, it works in Queensland, I don't know if it works down there, <clears> but, <throat> but normally when the prices come up and you've your horse no trial, if yep. prices come up and you see 10 to into 7 someone connected to that stable's taking the $10. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but we'll just see. We'll see where where um, the market takes us on that one. And, you know, it's only Thursday. Yep. So there's no rush. It is only Thursday. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll push it
0: again. Jackson will be out there at Caulfield on Saturday having a look at him parade um, yeah. and that vital piece of information. Uh, you know, especially a lot of these – this time of the year, a lot of these horses coming back first up. Um so, you know, even if Jackson doesn't have a bet in the race, sometimes that 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 information is vital for, for next runs, you know, needs a run or two and, you know, you can put yeah. that, that information um, into your black book. So, Absolutely. you know, when we're, at this time of the year, we're not necessarily watching a race because we've had a bet. We're watching a race to learn something, to try and make some money next week. Yeah, sure. uh, we'll move on from Felicia. We've got a couple more. Uh, number 10 in the market,
1: bless her. Yeah. Yeah, well, I suppose if you're looking for, a, um, where's Bless Her? She's a blue jacket with the red. And yeah, the one in white. the pink sleeves coming yeah. up
0: outside the leader here.
1: Yeah, so um, she has great uh, stats at the track and trip, bless her. Um, career stats at the track and distance. She's had like five goes for two wins and two minors. Um, she has a big fit. She has a, her biggest figure of 11.7, went second to Maliva, uh, who we discussed. Bless her, started $6.50 that day versus Maliva, who SP'd $26. So, if you're looking to uh, look for a little dose of hopium because you like, Bless her, you can cling on to the SP profile there, maybe. Um, She's going to sort of probably be, well, she's going to be along the rail, isn't she? So, you know, she's going to uh, poke along there in the inside, and, you know, she's possibly a, a top five chance.
0: And we know, you know, and she's probably, you know, people are going to find her off that SP profile, aren't they? Yeah, for um, sure. She'll probably be bet just because of that reason.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's no reason to sort of think that she'll, um, you know, that she'll move too much, you know, away from her current price. You know, she's um, she's going to be, you know, in a reasonable spot. And, you know, looking for cheap runs and a bit of luck in running, and should be poking through late. And last but not
0: least, the big tornado filly rainbill She's a
1: big beast of a thing, this girl. <laughs> yeah, sort of looking at her form and her figure, she seems to have, it seems to have tapered off. Um, she has one decent figure of a negative 10.8 uh, versus Cordilla on this track and trip. That was April last year, though. Um, and as I said, it's, um, its form seems to have tapered off a little bit since then, and um, I can't see any reason why you wouldn't be taking $70 on the fair lake about this horse if you wanted to be on it. Maybe even more, I think.
0: you know if, we, if, well, if, if, if spoken, if... I'm in a place. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no. If we've, I mean, yeah, if we've spoken about a few in the market that we think are going to firm, I mean, you know, when the percentages come down uh, closer to race time, you know, just naturally a few of these ones have to go out. And I don't think you'd be wrong. You, you probably are going to get that sort of 60, 70-plus on the fare if you if fancy her. I wonder
1: if I should ha- pause the recording, mate. The sh- trainer of Showman's trying to ring me.
0: He oh, must really? have heard that I've backed
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he thinks I've knocked his price up or something. Sorry, well, no I think
0: well, well, someone <laughs> some, someone did knock the price off Showman. What, I think it did wasn't open me. six dollars, six fifty. I think.
1: Yeah, I
0: think
1: it's the last show. Was that was that you, Shane? Wasn't me. I've taken unders, and um, I'll bet again later. on that fair. Lovely. All right, punters. Well, there's the
0: preview of that runner-by-runner preview of the Group 3 Sir John Monash Stakes on Saturday at Caulfield. Um, as I mentioned, that that's all we'll, we'll be previewing today. Shane's not betting early up in Queensland. He doesn't want to play that deductions um, roulette. So if you do want to follow Shane in and, and follow his bets, uh, you will need to sign up to the, the Curly product on the mailbag dot com dot au website but i think we'll throw a couple of bets out here shane just off everything we've spoken about today in the sir john monash you know for the punters out there that do fancy an early play how would you be looking to play this
1: Well, look it'd be wrong with me not to be um put my neck on the blocky um because if i do nail it i doubt that anyone else will be previewing melbourne going forward so um be
0: even more work for you,
1: yeah, just you and me, yeah. <laughs> Oxley Road's the win bet, yeah. Um, best figure, best horse. Um, the map's perfectly fine, yep. Um, it's just like it, it's got to start to something, you know, like it's got to start to something, it's just better than them, yep. Um, you know, this will this will kick off his uh, his early spring sort of, um. Know what he you know, this this will just kick him off. Have a look at the horses he's been he's been racing well against, and we've been on him a couple of times too. When he caught the best sur- deer here and there, yeah. and he probably should have won. And and I think
0: horses we have found him with the service, haven't we? And and I mean, obviously because of that punting form data, and he puts himself in the race, so he's he is an easy horse to find.
1: He certainly is, and and I think three dollars is a great bet. I think he starts substantially uh substantially shorter and and he's a win bet um if you're looking to to play around with some multiples uh look that i if i'll have to tip something to run a place i suppose or second and third um sartorial splendor looks somewhat yeah uh value for multiples i wouldn't back it to beat oxley road but and i think just
0: uh, you know we spoke about
1: um ashford street
0: for for me and my untrained eye, um, I just think that price discrepancy there with
1: Ashford Street and Sartorial Splendor is too much. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Maliva finds itself in the right spot too on the map, doesn't it? And um,
0: you know, yeah, so so, so, does, so does you, you, Felicia. So is it one of those ones that you know you're obviously thinking that Oxley Road shortens, so we have a win bet now, and you yeah. think that Maliva gets out. So you know, if you did just want to play the race with with a, with a win bet and a saver. Would be in Oxley Road now. Wait till my lever gets out and you can chop out on my as well. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean,
1: if you're taking $3 now about Oxley Road, you're going to be a good in a good position come come race time.
0: Nice. And you'll be laying Ashford Street, the place. Is so that you're putting your neck on the chopping block?
1: Yeah. Lovely. Geez, I've got so, a bit going on here. I brought a
0: horse, I'm laying horses a place. It's all <laughs> happening today. we just the two of us on the show. And yeah, it gives us a chance to talk. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, no, look, and I think, you know, for myself, I don't know why you follow me enough to my, um, you know, my best bet last weekend, but, I, yeah, you know, just off the punting form data and everything that we've spoken about today, um, I think Oxley Road's a pretty easy bet to have and and Sartorial Splendour, sort of a, a one-by-three, one-by-four play and, you know, hopefully it can um, run a hole.
1: And, and Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's probably a play as well, like if you wanted to, you know when you like when you're ordering ice cream and you just get sometimes just get a single scoop. Like Did, if does, you any, wanted does anybody a, do that? Well, if you wanted a triple scoop or you know the double cone with two scoops on each side, so you have got the four scoops. <laughs> you have got four scoops. Ox, Ox, Oxley Road a win. Satorial Splendour a place laying uh, and laying Ashford Street win in place. There's your. So there's, there's your double there, double four your, scooper.
0: There's your double cone four scoop ice cream. Variety in 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 a betting race. Don't get any better than that? I never thought I'd be on a podcast, a, a YouTube show, talking about that. To be honest.
1: Well, the sport exists to bet on it, so what's the point watching it if you if you're not trying to lick the dripping four scoop ice cream? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right, punters.
0: Well, that's it from from us today. As we mentioned earlier, the mailbag Bloodstock. Get in contact with Jono um, if you want to purchase any of the horses, or if you just have any questions. Um, but the the, the Umgawa, um one with Leon and Troy Corstens. Who knows when Leon will be, when Troy will be back? Um, um training it, so it'll be up to up to Leon for a while, I think. Um, and yeah, Showman. Um, hopefully the mailbag bloodstock, We can get our our first winner today. Shane's Shane is involved in the ownership. Race three out at Cranbourne. There, Showman. Um, a little one-by-two play that that Shane's declared can't miss a hole.
1: Oh, God, give it strength. We've got Akatango running tomorrow and, as well. And, at Tamworth. Yes.
0: and we've got Akatango up uh, up in Tamworth, who was Bro- desperately unlucky
1: last start at the big price. Yeah, we had a little bit of carry on the night before when we went to the footy. I was crook as a dog Friday, and I was flying home, so I missed the race. I had to watch the replay when I landed. I was that sick. And then I've watched the race, and it just intensified my illness. Yeah, like no. It should have at least run a hole. But, oh, but how, how it didn't run a hole! And yeah, criminal. Uh, so hopefully, the hopefully the rain stays away from Tamworth, and and um, we can go one better. We've got the uh, we've got a, a good, really, really good young jockey. He's going to be a star B wheeler on board. So we're going to, get, and we're drawing well. We're going to get a nice map. So fingers crossed.
0: Fingers crossed. Sounds like we could have two winners in two days for the mailbag bloodstock all happening. Um, as always, guys, the show today powered by punning form. As you've heard uh, Shane sort of talking about all that punning form data, if you're not using it, you're doing things wrong. Um, and sign up, sign up on the themailbag.com.au. Um, Shane will be betting everywhere that the tracks are open and allow him to. Um, Rob will be up in Sydney with the big wet. Um, Peter obviously doing the Perth stuff from wherever he is um, in Germany, I think he is at the moment. In from Germany, the, yeah. From the group chat. And Jackson down in Melbourne giving you that vital information five, six minutes before the race. Um, good luck, Shane. Thanks for today.
1: Thanks, mate. Always a pleasure joining you. Good luck, punters, over the weekend. All the best, punters. See ya.